It's a beauty in the breakdown exclusive. We're coming from you live. We're, com- we're, we're com- coming from you live. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming from you live. We're coming for you right now, bitch. W www.beautyinthebreakdown. I don't even know how to fuck you find this shit. HTTP backslash backslash forward. Beautyinthebreakdown.com. Beautyinthebreakdown.com slash episode 40. Yeah, what episode number are we at? No, I think we're at like 31, 33. that's so insane. I know. It's been over a year. We've gotten so much better. Oh, I know. If you listen to the first episode compared to like the last one, it's insane. I know the first one's like so fucking cringy. Yeah, it's because we were trying to make it a beauty podcast and then we were like, <laughs> no, we're insane. I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen regardless. To be I honest. wanted it to be specific. I, oh, my I God. Know, look at this fucking moth. Dude, I know I, it looks like a fucking bird. The <laughs> thing is huge. Wyatt, what's up with the moth situation in this bitch? I think you guys have an infestation. You might have a moth problem. <laughs> Wyatt coming to get it. <laughs> Takes the mic out. He's about to go kill it with the mic. Are you about to go beat it? <laughs> No, it's, oh, it's outside. It's outside. <laughs> Why? It's a true gentleman. He was going to come out here just to kill that. When thing. we had the moth on here and you kept freaking out, you're like, put it down. It was Sarah. dead. You guys were mutilating it, dude. That's illegal. You can't do that it's to a not- corpse. <laughs> That's not illegal. It's illegal to mutilate a corpse. Only if it's a butterfly. Oh my God. You can fuck a moth. Fuck up a moth. You- Don't fuck oh, a moth. Oh no. That would no, be weird. Not, I wouldn't not. do that. Um. Anyway. How are you? I feel like today is going to be one of those days where um, we're both in a mood to be vulnerable and like things have happened and we have a little bit more freedom to speak about certain situations. Um, But no, truly, I'm I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. I mean, us staying out until 3 a.m. was not ideal last night, but that was so silly, Goofy. I have not been out in months. I think whenever anyone says let's go to Envy, it's time to take us home yeah it's if, time if to go I'm home. going to a club no put way put me down take me out back shoot, shoot me. me I'm not kidding because that like I don't have that that I like don't like, have, like the mental drinking stop. but when I do drink I love it and then it's like pff, balls, balls to the, the wall, wall. Yeah. yeah like let, <clears throat> we're gonna do this all fucking time <laughs> <on the podcast. laughs> like me I Sarah aren't the same person just go all in and then all of a sudden I'm like in the middle of a dance club in Envy talking to people from high school uh, <laughs> fucking knee deep in half their bottle of Tito's and we walked all the way we home literally I, was being such a brat. I was being like, such a brat about walking home too I know I was like babe it feels so good outside like I'm not calling we were literally not even a mile away from home I'm not a walker I like walking you're like come on let's walk I was like sober up a little bit not my thing uh you know what i wish what people would stop fucking slamming our door <laughs> i know i i'm getting real tired of people coming into our house and slamming our doors and i get it you know maybe we've caused some of it so i feel like <laughs> we have had to like well i feel like we've not touched on like relationship topics too much on this podcast and i think um for like saving face for any situation that either of us have been in, really. Um, but I think we should deep dive into it today. I think this is the day that we get vulnerable and talk about um, some of the stuff. Oh, <laughs> And I, I do think, too, I like, also feel like even on social media, I, like, give off this image of, like, I have been single since 2020. Like, 
Not you getting nervous over there playing with your hair. I can like literally see you getting so nervous to talk about this. I'm like, ah. I feel like this is like, I feel it's like, like for such me a you, private though, thing though. Like your relationship and like who you date is like such a private thing, especially and when like, like you don't want to broadcast it out obviously and like not all parts, but I think that like some of the stuff that like you and I have gone through, it's like really important to like kind of be transparent about. I me mean, already biting my nails. This is why like, I don't understand how like people go on like TV and do like a dating show, like watching love is blind and stuff. I'm like, you're putting oh, yeah. the most most vulnerable part of yourself out to live tv and like i won't even tell some of my like somewhat close friends what i'm going like i tell you everything yeah but then like to like air like relationship stuff for me is just something that like should be private unless like you're marrying that person yeah and i i do think though that like i feel even since like being in therapy is one of those things where like i was like really scared to go back and like I cannot stress enough how much even just like the five sessions I've had with her. I mean, like, I feel like I've I've made a lot more progress in a month than I've made in a year on a lot of things. And I've just been listening in on your therapy sessions, just getting a little secondhand therapy. I mean, I think I I literally I was like I was like upstairs and I was like, oh, that is a good point she just made. Like I just I'm not paying for therapy, but I'm kind of getting it, you know, secondhand upstairs. She's amazing. Like I I truly am such an advocate for like going to therapy and like this stuff's like hard. Like I've literally bawled my eyes out every single session that I've had with her and I but I feel such like an emotional release from that and like talking about things that would normally be like really hard to say to just like your friend or like to someone that you really trust it's not it's not the same like it's not and I well because she comes back with feedback that is like professional and constructive yeah yeah, she's like she's smart you're not yeah it's not like the blind leading the blind where I'm like fuck him who cares fuck him fuck him he's gross you can find seven of those somewhere (laughs) else babe you can pick one of those up from the same nightclub you found him yeah fuck his dad like I don't give good (laughs) advice kiss his mom open mouth kiss his dog (laughs) steal his dog fuck his brother dude make him watch (laughs) stream it live on twitch not me like needing my vape for this like nervousness. But yeah, I'm, um, I mean like I just want to like I'm like I'm getting vulnerable on this podcast. I like no, I, have my I vape know in like my I hand. like I do feel like today's the day. I so I'm gonna preface this by uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on mine a little bit. I'll get okay. into mine and then I feel like sometimes this like gives you the doorway to see how far you want to <laughs> take it. So I was in a five year relationship and then um when I went to cosmetology school I I came out of it moved here came out of it came out of the haze I mean it and like I think when we were in school like that whole year I was like really I mean the entire year we were in school like there wasn't one time that I wasn't like confused about that situation even when I met you in school though like the first day like within a week of talking to you I was like I don't think you like the guy you're yeah. with. Yeah. And like the problem with like, it, correct it, like, me if yeah, I'm wrong. No, like <laughs> I and like I think that and this is like something I've like figured out through therapy with my therapist is that like you're always going to repeat patterns. You really are like it's a comfortable like it's comfortable. It is something like your that like, family. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. And definitely. like I I was with someone that I I really really like I and I've told this to her. I don't think that I'm going to have that same capacity to love someone as like hard and as much as I loved that specific person. Yeah. And like that is very emotional for me because yeah. oh my God. It, it sets the tone for all your relationships moving forward. Like, I think that you're always going to be looking for like that type of love when like, cause it's like not good love, but it's it not. feels so it's not. good. That's it how does. I feel about like 
Okay, so like your long term, I have like kind of the same one. Yeah. We'll call them Mike and Chad, just yes, to like yeah. save face. So like your Mike is my Chad, where like I will never be able to replace that feeling that yes, I had with him yeah. because it was like just like this feeling that you yeah like you said like you can't replace it it's like true fucking and like love, it's purest but form it's, like would have done anything for the person like oh my there god were, there were times i would have like, moved fucking mountains for that man. I, like, i'm getting like emotional about it now yeah. but like it's one of those things where like i think that i like i wanted that person to be my person so bad yeah. and, like i wanted to make it work so bad oh and i tried so god. i know but <laughs> I like literally like just the purest like amount of love you can have for a person and like leaving that situation was so hard because like I knew when it was done it was done but I also knew that like that was not something I was going to find again but I don't think you're supposed to like it wasn't a healthy love like yeah. you said it, but that feeling I think is like hard to not miss. Yeah, because you miss the bad parts too. Like you always like remember the good parts, but like sometimes I even miss the bad parts. Like I remember one time we were in Chicago and we I mean, we were just awful. Like our friends, both of us hated e us together because we like loved each other so much that it was miserable for yeah, everybody else. Yeah, like you else. fight every time you're with your people. Like yeah. when you drink, you can't have constructive conversations or you're always arguing. Like sometimes it can become like physical. Like I. Oh yeah. I chucked, I had these, I had these stiletto heels on like, cause I used to be, you know, when I was with him, like I just wanted to be so perfect for him. And I wanted to like look the best I could for him because I looked up to him so much. Like I thought that he was just the greatest person in the yeah. entire world. And so for me, like I took really good care of myself. I always dressed up and wanted to be this perfect person for him. But I remember we were in Chicago. I had these stiletto heels on and like we had gotten in a huge fight. I thought that he was like going to see some other girl, which he probably was, but I took it off and I literally chucked yeah. it at him in the middle of the street in Chicago. Some guy comes out. It literally like smokes him in the forehead. <laughs> stiletto heels straight into his head. Some guy comes out of the house, yells at us. And I'm like, what happens to your brain when you are in that kind of love where you are just I think like, it's, it's, it's no, a trauma bond. There's it's no just, logic. And, and like, it's crazy too, because like the love that I felt for him, like, like Sarah, like I, I cannot explain it. Like it was just like I could have exploded. Like how much? Like I was just infatuated with like him. Like when you see a an animal. Just, I've, but I've never felt that way about anyone else. And I mean, like before or after, even. And there's been plenty of time now after. And like, I. But I think that I have been smart enough to know that like there was a reason that like I knew I had to come out of the situation, and there was a reason that I knew that like there was like more for me than you know getting married and like being in that relationship. I think that's what it is too. Your brain. Cause it was, you know, in like your younger twenties, like you're so dead set on getting married. And so you're like, oh, this is the person that I'm going to marry. And so you grasp onto it and you're trying mm -hmm. to hold on to it and keep it. And then you realize like, oh, I guess I didn't really need to do all that. And I think like, too, like, <laughs> I didn't need to act all crazy and shit. Like, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. And, and I think that the pattern continues as you move away from it. it. Yeah. Like you're literally like trying to like get it. And like, you know, in the back of your head, like that wasn't healthy. I should be looking for something healthier, but that feeling is like, like no one irreplaceable. Yeah. And no like, one's going to do it's, it. It's triggering too. like some of the stuff that I've been working through in therapy with my therapist have been like, I mean like my, there were two whole, two whole sessions back to back where like I cried the entire time. Cause I was just like, there's so much that I feel that I have like just pushed down that I have not dealt with because the emotion, they they're painful. They hurt. It's like hard to think about like, I left a situation that I, I sincerely never wanted to leave. Like I really did love him. Like I was infatuated with him. Like 
I would have literally done anything for that person. That's the word. Like, it's not love. It's infatuation. Like, even when he treated me as poorly as piss poor could be, like, I still was like, I love you. Like, I would do anything to, like, stay and make it work. And, like, I constantly put myself in those situations. And I think I was always giving more than I was getting back. And, like, I think that's where I finally, like, had that breaking point where I was just like, you know, I've watched him do, like, terrible things to me. And, like, even though he diminished them and made them not seem terrible – in hindsight, when I look back, like my therapist, like I'm telling her these things and she was like, I hurt for you. I feel for you. And she was like, you have like legitimately convinced yourself that your relationship was not traumatic. And she was like that, like it was all traumatic. She's like, it was more traumatic than you're letting yourself believe it was. She was like, the emotions that you're feeling are not like normal emotions that like people have when they're in healthy relationships after they end. Yeah. And she was like, you're like reliving things and like remembering things and going through things like at the time you didn't but now you're remembering them and it's like those old feelings are like now like needing to be worked through and that's why they feel so much bigger yeah I feel like I don't know I do feel I mean I went to therapy and stuff I feel like I did work through some of that stuff but like still to this day if Chad texts me it's like this feeling like like, that pit in your stomach uh, yeah it's like almost like a good pit like I'm just like you get that you get a rush of that a small rush of that feeling again yeah and it makes you question everything like it happens to me like anytime what do we call him Mike Mike texts me I will seriously question everything like I do it every time but I'm still like he is he's not my person he's a he's a bad person like I'm not saying that I've not had my fair share but like the things that like he's done to me and said to me and like put me through, like you would not put someone through if you actually loved them. Yeah. And it's crazy that like my brain will try to convince me that like things were not ever bad. Like, I mean, you've watched me cry over this person and like have mental breakdowns about this person the whole almost two years we've lived together. And yeah. it's crazy. Cause I'm like, talk to my therapist. Like I'm telling her saying, she's like, it is so easy for your brain to remember. Oh, I know the bad parts when you want to remember the good. I think like, okay. So for instance, like when Chad and I meet up, we'll go to like somewhere that we used to go where it was like a good time. Like we went to this sushi restaurant over by where our old apartment was. And like, I met him there and like, I just forgot everything. Like I, he hugged me and it was just like, I could have melted into him. Yeah, Like I literally, he could have said anything to me at that moment and like I would have just like melted. I've maybe seen Mike twice since we broke up and I think both of those times were so emotional and so like upsetting for me and it like put me back 10 steps that like I don't know if in a couple years like it's gonna feel the same if it were to like ever like do a circle but I like I don't know how you do that because like I think that like that like I think in the times that I've done it it has been so like damaging to my mental and my emotional I think it's been long enough for me you know like we broke up in 2018 uh and then we didn't talk for like a year like there was a whole year that I was like I have to like heal and and figure out me and in 2019 it was the best year of my entire life I really did like that's when I started stand up that's when like my life start I started like putting me first And then once I like put myself first, it wasn't as scary to like bring him back in. And I know that I shouldn't, but like when I'm like, no, I'm like the leader of my, my life, I can lead it without him. It makes it a little bit easier, but still like there are moments where I'm like, what did I do? That's how I feel too, though. Like whenever I like, I mean, you watched me like literally take a massive jump out of that. Like you saw like our living situation, like you were there for like almost all of it. Like. 
I you broke up with him, moved into my house because I'm everything. a crazy person. And but, I was like, I don't think but, you like him. But moved in into same, my house. But in the same sense, so like if I wouldn't have had someone as big of a support system as you, like I might not have done it and I still would have been questioning everything. Like, I mean, I was I was questioning like who I was as a person, like what I like to do, who like who I was, and like I would agree with that. Like the first year out, it was so fucking hard. Like you, I went through so much, but I also feel like the things I've experienced and like where I'm at in life right now, I would have never gotten there otherwise. And like, I would not be where I am without doing that. And I don't regret it one bit. But let me ask you this, like, since you have like, okay. So for me, it was like 2018 when we broke up, I have dated, I have date, like like, I've kind of seriously dated other people. Yeah. Do you sometimes feel like the people that you've dated since you're like it was it even worth it like it's not like I'm like getting any better <laughs> like no absolutely I think that um I think one of the things like I've been working through is I I have a lot of like emo- I don't have like when people say abandonment issues a lot of the time I think that they their mind goes to like the most obvious um which is like someone physically leaving your life or like right. like a parent leaving your life or like right. being in its most like um like actually yeah yeah a sense of the word um abandoned but I was saying to my therapist I was like I don't know if I should call it abandonment issues because like both of my parents were there but neither of them were emotionally available right and she was like okay well that's like still abandonment but like mentally and emotionally like they left you to deal with things right uh, on your own even if it wasn't physical right so like I don't know I think that with my my emotional abandonment, I tend to cling on to people because I think that that's where my void feels filled. And I have stayed with people or gotten into relationships solely based off of that and not off of what I needed or the other person needed. And that's like something that I think that I'm really strong on trying to work on now that I'm aware of that. Yeah. But I mean, my most recent, like you just saw, like that was someone that was right after a really traumatic and long and emotional relationship that I'm still processing the emotions of almost two years later. And I have stayed with that person when I know that it has not been like a good fit. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, I would say dating people that hasn't been worth it or like justifying why you're dating them because like you have like emotional voids that need filled or like mental voids that need filled, even if it's not like serving you any purpose. Yeah. I think that that's a normal thing to do, but I don't think it's a healthy thing to do. Yeah. I feel like for like maybe like the first two years afterwards, I was like very, I just need to be with somebody. And I, I think it got me in like some situations where I wasn't happy, but I was just kind of with somebody because yeah. they were there. But then in the past year, I feel like something just like fuck is smacked me in the face. And it was just like, you're happy alone. But I feel like when you are happy alone, when you're happy alone, it kind of draws people in that see that of you. They're like, oh, she's so confident and happy yeah. by herself. And it draws people in that aren't happy alone. And then I feel like the asshole when I'm like, I don't want to be with you. I don't, I don't want a relationship. I don't want this. And then, yes. then I turn into the asshole. Well, and it's hard too, because you, you go after people who you have some type of sense of comfort and you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't be drawn to them otherwise. Like right. this last person that I was with, I think that 
where there were a lot of things that he did that triggered me. There were also parts of him that were very like safe and comforting. Oh, for and sure. And a lot of that goes back to like my childhood trauma. And like, I don't know that I'm going to like be able to work through a lot of that, like even in the near future, but it's like something that's going to take a really long time to like process and like get through and unpack and remember. But I, I really don't want to like continue the same patterns. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but it's just, it's hard not to, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, comfortable to want to be with people who give you those feelings especially when they're like I know this is so shitty but like when they're doing things for you like yeah the last like that's a sense of safety situationship that I had like they just did so much for me and as much I I do feel like an asshole because I was like oh I don't want to be in a relationship but I like that you know you We'll drive me places. It's almost and like to you get to a point where and like, when you realize like you guys would be better friends, there's always one of you that like it can't happen for. Yeah. And I think that like for you and I, both of those situations were like, we thought that we wanted something with him in the beginning. And then like kind of as it progressed, it seemed like maybe we were better friends, but then like, it's almost like you can't backtrack to that. Yeah. Like you enjoy their presence. You enjoy hanging out with them. Like it's so much fun on a friend level, but then it's like when you start adding in like the emotional and physical and mental aspect of a relationship with them, it doesn't seem as appealing. Sex ruins everything. I know. Like, I mean, it really does. Unless like, unless like you are like literally in love with that person and like you're in a healthy relationship with them. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. I mean, a hundred percent. I was just talking to my, one of my friends about this. I was like, I think like the next time I like am ready to let someone in, I'm going to go like at least a month without sex, like get to know them. Because I swear, I think it just like it like something happens to your brain when you have sex with somebody. I was also telling her, I was like, when we moved to Florida, her name's Sammy. I can just say her name. When we moved to Florida, like we lived there for four months. And I always tell her, I was like, that was like the healthiest time of my entire life. Like I was so mentally and physically healthy in that moment. And I was like, told her just a couple days ago, I was like, you know what we didn't ever do in Florida? Have sex. Not once. Yeah. Not once, like, because we were just, like, so happy with ourselves and, like, doing our own thing. And I'm like... And you're going to hate me for saying this, but, like, I... I mean, you know how I am. And, again, I think a lot of it was, like, some of my, like, religious background. And then, like, I learned, like, very, very early that, like, that was, like, an emotional thing for me. And, like, I almost Mm -hmm. couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. But I have never been into, like, hookup culture. Like, I've always been very strict about my relationships. It's like, you're going to date me. You're going to get to know me. Like, I will not sleep with you unless, like, I feel like we have, like basically dated enough that yeah. you are with good intent right and then like it kind of saves your emotional and your mental peace because like when you sleep with someone then you get that like shock of anxiety like why aren't they texting me what are they doing like and like i, I think it. it almost creates like a toxic bond because you don't know the person like you're guessing what their next move is but it's because like you've had this like emotional and like physical exchange with them like a, an exchange of energy is what it is essentially yeah and that's what bounds you to them and i don't i don't think that that's healthy Right. Especially like, especially if you like come. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, your like, brain is releasing. I'm not like, I'm your brain is releasing hormones. And, like, I'm like not a hookup person either. Like I hate it. I have done it. I did it like, God, like on my birthday two years ago. And like, I hated every moment of That's it. That's what like, I'm saying. It you wake you up in a and, bad like, mental Because like space. you're letting somebody's energy come into you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think you came. Neither one of us did. But like we like, you know, exchanged this energy and then I was like, 
you didn't deserve that yeah that's me. that's what i'm saying yeah, like, like i have so i have such i have such good energy i'm such a vibe like yeah but like you didn't deserve to have that yes like and i know like maybe that is like i didn't grow up religious at all but like uh, maybe it's like a female thing but like when you yeah are giving somebody that you're like i don't know why because i don't i'm not religious yeah. but it still feels like Okay, that's like such of like yeah, and like I think I like I'm like, I feel you saw I me naked. I know that's uh, what I'm saying though. Like I feel I feel very fortunate that like if I took anything out of that, that was one of them because I couldn't imagine who I would be if I didn't have that as like as emotional of a person that I am. I don't know if I still would have, but I just I don't know. I I I feel like that definitely makes things toxic. I don't think it's ever like a healthy way to like approach a relationship. Yeah, what to like to sleep with them to like ever right have away? Sex. I mean, yeah, no, like I don't that, think you should but... ever do it. Honestly, I think pff, cancel. And that too, like I think, I think that when you're in a toxic situation, like yeah, like sometimes like the sex can be better, but at the end of the day, like do you ever really not feel like shit? You know what I mean? Like, does it really outweigh the other? Yeah, I and I feel like it's only good when it's like toxic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like the, you don't have like regular good sex. You only yeah. have like good sex when it's like, I am trying to like hold you. Like I'm trying to keep you like I, this oh, is like, that I, was, I'm like literally like physically that showing was, you like, I, uh, want to be with you so bad. Yeah. Like, that was one of the biggest parts like, of my last like long relationships. Like I feel like I almost used my love language as like a way to like try to like keep someone um, oh, yeah. all the time. And like, I, I am a very physical touch person. So like when I feel like you're too far away, like I want you to be like right here. Yeah. So I definitely agree with that. I have said like, I, <laughs> we are getting vulnerable. I'm like, I give good head, but it's not because I'm like sexy or anything. <laughs> it's because like, it's I, not because I'm sexy. I'm not, I'm not a sexy person. Like I'm not like this, like hot girl that you like, hot cute I mean, silly cute, girl like, if you like hook up with me i'm not like sexy about it but like i want you to love me so bad that like so bad <laughs> so bad i think it's funny though because like i've noticed like when we were talking yesterday like, in the bathroom <laughs> you're like what are you doing to these men like i am not kidding i will forcefully make them have like an emo like so like with men men are not that complicated to be honest their little pea brains do not require a lot and like we overthink it yes but like men men will be it's easier to get a man bonded to you when you kind of force an emotional connection on them first <laughs> that's it is like men bond through like mental and emotional connection like they that's where, where, where for us it's physical like where our brain like releases all of those like hormones um during oh. sex and, like we get bonded to them in that way yeah men like feel a connection and a bond to you when you get them to be vulnerable with you when they can trust you Ooh, that is how that happens that's so, so like scary. for me i that's i feel like that like when you're like what the fuck are you doing like like I get to a point and you've seen because me do you it. literally like I will get I will get men like men I I'm not manipulating them but in a roundabout way like I walk people into very vulnerable situations by asking questions and like they don't even realize they're doing it until they've told me their entire life story and then like we'll sit there in silence and they're like I'm so sorry like I don't yeah, know why like, I just told you all that and I'm like no baby you're right where I want you right like a guy opening up to you is like it's 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 uh the most like vulnerable thing that they yes, can do yeah, We're, like, no, it, it is i'll tell them my whole life story and then be totally fine and then we like hook up and i'm like ah! 
<laughs> but that's what I'm saying. And then like, I think, and like, I think when you build like such an emotional and a, a mental connection with them, when there's no physical to it, they trust you more. Yeah. And then they kind of get that like, well, I really like this person. Like I've been vulnerable with this person. We're like a lot of the time I think our dating culture has been more towards like, let's see if we have a physical first and then we'll do the mental and emotional, but without the mental and emotional, like I think the physical will come naturally when you have a strong mental yeah, and emotional. When, like you like, like each and other. when you start <laughs> with that first, like you're eliminating for a woman, you're eliminating the possibility of you getting hurt because you're not the one bonded in that same way. Yeah. When you, I think when you make a man bond to you first and then you can bond with them through physical, like your chances of getting hurt are a lot less. That's just my personal take on it. But I figured that out. Like I figured that out at a really young age. I feel like even when I've like gone that route though, where it's like, oh, let's like see if we like like each other first and then like do the physical stuff. I still feel like it's like as soon as the physical stuff happens, it's like it just like ruins everything. I don't think like I've had that so much, um, but I, I I think it's because I do like uh, like start to overthink everything. Yes, yeah. I'm just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like I don't know though. I feel like I kind of like I like to like see where they're at first. Like I like to see like where their heads at, and then that kind of tells me like yeah. I don't know. I feel like in my brain, like I know like how I'm like steering <laughs> the ship. Like I like to be in control when it comes to stuff like that because I, I know that I, just, I am so emotional that I know I will get hurt if I'm not the one in control yeah. of how it's happening. I also just want like whatever I can't have. Like last night, you were like, I like wanted to talk to that guy, and you were like, Sarah, I think he's gay, and I was like, that's exactly what I that's like. That's what I want. Like a girl I, tried to kiss him, and he literally goes. Like, do like d in the most literal sense, dodged it. Like, and then turned around and started dancing. And then I was like, he was twerking, Sarah. Oh my god! I like. I don't oh know. Oh my what god! It, I don't know what it is about like a super feminine man, but I'm just like, well, let me eat your ass. Yeah, like I, I'll. What you want a finger in your booty? I do it. You want a finger in your booty? I do, I do, I do it. it. <laughs> but I mean, like I, <laughs> I literally Can they feel hear us out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I literally feel like too, I, and like my preference is the fucking. It, it's so weird because mine is like I don't think I really have a type, but I think I do have a type. Like I love myself a tall, curly-headed ex frat fuck. I do. I'm not kidding. I'm like I want to eat that shit up. I also feel like those are the ones that are like the hardest ones to crack. And when I can do it, I'm like oh yeah like a guy that like his dad was kind of like mean, mean to yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they like they don't like they really are like really hard to open up yeah, and then when you get into like, like you can it's funny like i know this like sounds <laughs> this sounds toxic of me but like i love when i like i can like see it in a man like when they like the turning point starts happening like you can see it in their eyes like when they start talking about stuff that like they wouldn't normally talk about when they get vulnerable oh and like God. that's like when the switch turns on and then like in that moment i'm always like like the Grinch Ooh, smile. I'm yeah. like, if they cry, oh but it's God. like crazy because it's like, you can tell like, I, but I also, from get, their eyes but I also like, get like satisfaction knowing that like, they are like, re like they're releasing some heavy shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they are like being vulnerable and they're talking about things that they probably wouldn't like and, a like, therapy session. Yeah, but like, it's like bonding oh, you to them God. because it's like, they're like, they're telling you like things that like they wouldn't tell people. And like, that is like a trust thing. You know what I mean? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm <clears throat> um, sorry, guys. We there was a lot that had to be let out there. But <laughs> but but where we were taking that though, both of us have had 
the relationship this past one where it's like you're trying to let go and now the other person like did not want to let go and then like that becomes a very like toxic situation like our door our door has been through the fucking ringer now. oh my god oh we're going back to the door our door is done yeah. i'm sorry like okay and like i do feel like i still hold on like like you said i still hold on to that one relationship he's like my like fucking roman empire i still think about him like once oh a week. yeah my, my mike will be my roman empire yeah like i'll never stop thinking about him but i think I know that I one will never be with him again. And two that like that one, that type of love will never happen again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've accepted that fact, but when you like hold everyone else to that standard, which I'm like, why am I holding everyone to his standard? Like he wasn't even that special, but in my mind he was. So I think I've like drove some people crazy. Like I'll admit that. Like I have there, like, yes, our door has been slammed a lot of times and I've probably been the cause of some of that. Like, Oh, same. Like I get it. Like your, your I, intent isn't to hurt people. That's not yeah. your intent. I think that I think that a lot of time it happens because you're trying to save face and you're trying to save their feelings. When like in all actuality, maybe being mean and like saying what you have to say would but be then the better route. Mean and then, but, they and get then mad. It, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, like you're I don't, not I don't hearing think there's ever a, a good way to approach it. Honestly, yeah. Like when somebody's just not here. Like I literally that last one where the door got slammed on my relationship. Uh, I literally like told them, I was like, I don't like you. Yeah. And I'm showing you that every day yeah. by the way that I treat you and you are not seeing it. You yeah. don't want to hear it. Or like, when like you I'm do, literally using you. I'm telling you, you this out loud. I am using you for what you do for yeah. me. And, and when like, you also like, you don't sit there hear and have it. like conversations when like you do try to end it and then it's like, they try to manipulate you into like staying cause they don't want you to go. And I think, uh, that is another like big thing too like I feel like there's been plenty of times in this like last one that like I was like okay like I agree like I don't think that this is healthy I don't think we should you know continue doing what we're doing and it's almost just like they show back up they beg you to not do that they emotionally manipulate you and like for me I'm a very like empathetic sympathetic like emotion forward person so I think when people see that that's like kind of where I need to work on being better at not letting people like manipulate me in that way. Cause I think that when they see that it's easy for them to be like, okay, well if I like pull on her heartstrings, yeah. she'll stay or yeah. she'll, she'll listen to me. You or, have to like know when it's time to close the door, like literally slam the door though. Like and mentally as well. Like there's just times where it's like, okay, we just have to end this. Like we like, and it's hard. No. And like block delete. Yeah. And like, no, no, no breakups like, easy. It doesn't matter. No, small breakups or, suck, you know what I mean? Dude. Like, it's just really hard. Like in general, cutting things off or like knowing eventually that that person's going to be with someone else. Like those are never comfortable feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no matter where you're at with them mentally, like, I don't necessarily want to see, you know, either of the people that I've been with, like be with other people, but I'm yeah. also like, I didn't want to be with you. So I can't be selfish in those ways. Yeah. And like, I know that there's someone out there for me that like will do the things and will show up for me in the ways I need them to. Yeah. I think that's the worst part too, when they like, don't move on. Like my Chad, like has just never really moved on. And so it's always been so easy to just like occasionally go back because it's like, well, you haven't moved on. I haven't moved on. Like what? Like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, why? I don't think it's that you haven't moved on. I think that the door isn't fully closed. I don't know that like moving on is like necessarily like the word. Cause I wouldn't say that like you're sitting here, like plotting how you're going to get back with him. Oh no. You know what I mean? Like, no. I, I don't know. And like same, like, I feel like there are some times where, uh, like my brain just fucking goes haywire. And like, I do that same thing where I'm like, Oh, I made a mistake. I did this. I did that. And then like, I especially look, I, because then, like, like it's kind of the same situation for both of us like 
they really did like take care of us and like did certain things for us that were great. However, it was really toxic. But like you met like for me, I'm always like, I could have just like been like a little mommy influencer and yeah. be living in a mansion and having like like maybe not the best life, but I could make it look really good. You like, always would have had that void and like that's the thing that sucks. Yeah. Like, like <sighs> it would not have been fulfilling in its most literal sense. But also, I'm like, this is what I wanted. Like I wanted a dream. Like that's I think so more than stupid. anything, like the one thing that makes me emotional when I look back on that was that like being told that like I wouldn't be able to like financially take care of myself and that like I wouldn't be able to make it and then like everything that I was trying to do I would not be able to do I look back and I'm like I really am like proud of myself for moving away for doing everything that I was told I couldn't do for putting myself in a better situation but it doesn't mean that I don't have those moments still yeah but I mean like looking back on it like I I very very often have to remind myself like yeah I might miss that feeling and I might miss that person but I don't miss the way I was treated or I wouldn't have left and I didn't miss the void that I constantly felt like I didn't know who the fuck I was like yeah no that's absolutely true when we talk about like I had no social life like I like when I tell you like I literally didn't go out I didn't hang out with people like the only friends I had were either work friends or like people that I had already had in my life and like none of it was healthy none of those relationships are healthy and like I came here and like I feel like I literally just like blossomed so much yeah. and like I have so much like like love for that situation and that feeling that like I I have genuine friends here like genuine connections with people and like I am taking care of myself like I don't have to answer to someone I'm not answering to someone like that in itself is an amazing feeling yeah just to like feel like you're whole as a person I do feel like that like I feel like both of us at this point are like really whole within ourselves and and happy alone yeah I I know that like I bring up this like 30 year old shit so much and it's so annoying because like it's really is just a number but like I think something chemically starts happening in your brain at 30 where you're just like did I fuck up like I like just and, and like I don't even really want kids, but your brain just like has this like fucking chemistry in it where it's like, hey, you never did that. Like, yeah, uh, just reminding you like, but that's like, I you think never another, like, did that whole like, thing that like you thought thing. you were going to do. Like, I don't know. I just like I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, I sincerely feel like for me, I could not imagine having kids I can't like I cannot see myself being a mom I cannot see myself living I can't in a house like I can see yeah, myself be awful no dude I mean like I think I think I would be like really good like emotionally and mentally like showing up for a kid but I think I would exhaust myself so much that I I it would drive me mad yeah like, like I don't, you'd go to every football game but oh you'd my god also, I, like, would, I would feel like I had no sense of me and I think that yeah. like I think when I found my sense of me like I don't ever want to lose that I know that by like the way that I've treated my animals I will go balls to the wall for like, if I have a kid uh, and I, my mom was really bad about this. Like my mom is, is toxic in a lot of ways, but she loves the shit out of me. Like, oh yeah. hundred percent. Like she literally like loves me so much that it's like suffocating. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like she uh, just wants the best for me. So it, it comes out in really weird ways for her. She never really figured out how to like tell her emotions in a good way. And so a lot of times it comes out in like anger and stuff, but, I will be like that with my kids too. Like just so like, like if I had kids, I'd just be like, 
uh, all over them. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't, and like, I don't, I just don't want to have that feeling. And like, when I like picture what my life looks like, like I don't see myself living in a fucking, you know, house in a suburb with kids taking him to soccer practice and like being in a half-assed marriage with someone like, that's like not what I want. Like, I think when I see myself, I, I'm not scared of marriage. Like I do want to find someone, but I just, I would rather like get married to someone and like live out a life that is meaningful to me and not just a life that feels like society has pushed. Yeah, you they know really what I mean? have. I'm not scared of a relationship. I'm scared of a breakup. <laughs> that too. I think that that's always scary. Like, especially when you like catch feelings for someone, like you either know it has to end eventually or that you will be with that person. But I think either way it's scary. Yeah. Like, like it's just, scary like, to think that like, that could be your person that you're you could potentially miss out on someone else or something else like by committing or you can be with that person and know that like you love you love them so much and you chose them but it could end yeah like I think it goes both ways like I don't think there's ever has there ever been a time when you're like in a relationship and you think like am I supposed to be with this person like oh like what else is out there or like say like you meet someone like someone comes up to you and they like try to flirt with you or you have like a conversation with them and then you're like damn like in that short amount of time like Am I missing something? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's like, that's like not talked about often enough either. Like, I'm not saying that like you should like, you know, like don't do that. But I'm, I'm just saying like, I think that I've had those feelings where like when I was with my mic, like I remember there would be a couple times where like, Oh my, I would have just like a conversation with someone a, a very brief, like innocent, just like friendship conversation with someone. Yeah. Or like I got to the bar and like someone would be flirting with me and I'm like, these are things I wish my person was doing yeah. that isn't doing. And I'm seeing it in five minutes. Sometimes you have such a good conversation. Yeah. With and you're like, what in like, the fuck? Oh. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Or like, I just, I don't know. Like that feeling I think is weird. And then like when but you I, are you know with someone, I've I also. have gone for? That person that I have a really good conversation with. Like I've never gone for that person. Do you like the mystery? Yeah. The mystery like I almost it. like like to like force conversation out of them. And then like, I'm like, ah, I got them. I trapped them. <laughs> trapped them into talking. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just think that the feeling can be like either, either way. And it's like scary. Cause I think too, when you really like someone, cause I also felt that way about my mic was that like, I dreaded the day that it was going to end, but I knew it would like, I, I think I always knew it would. And that feeling was there the entire time. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember. I think that's where a lot of my anxiety came from. I can't like, remember. Yeah. I feel like where I was like, so fully overly committed, I don't know that he was ever at at the same point that I was no matter how much he like would like to think that he was even at the end yeah I don't think I ever feared that he was gonna like leave me but I feared that like we just weren't ever gonna progress past what we were like I oh like, yeah I was like I don't think he's ever gonna ask me to like marry him or anything I didn't even get that feeling either though but like when you say like progress like I feel like we weren't ever gonna progress as like not having the same arguments, not having the same conversations, yeah. me not begging him to love me in the way that I like needed to be loved or like vice versa. And it's just like always in the same book on a different page, never on the same page ever. You're like, on a whole new ever. chapter now. I know I'm in a whole different book, babe. <laughs> we ain't even in the same book no more. I didn't switch to an audio book. Girl. Yeah, and like, like, and then like watching that person, like literally move down the street, you know what it's like? I, <laughs> I think that there's a lot to be said about like, I think, what I did for myself um, yeah. and like proving that I could do those things and just kind of like, and like being like, I would never, I would never go there. I would never do this. I never do that. And then like you, you're doing all yeah. the things. So it's like, I, I don't know. You know, what's crazy is like when my Chad like lived in Indy still, we like never saw each other. And then when he moved uh, to 
Minnesota, uh, <laughs> wherever. Uh, that's when like I, uh, we started seeing each other again. So I was just like, I think in that moment you realize that it's actually going away. Like it's actually yeah. gone. And when you notice like, oh, I actually can't have this. I was like, we really did it. We really like ended this. I feel like I think I I think I have felt that feeling more since being in therapy about what the limbo was that like me and my mic were in for so long because it's like there would be moments of like reaching out and there would be moments of like you know asking to hang out and I would always consider it and always like think about it but then I'd always have to go back to well where does that put me as far as like closing the door on potential other opportunities or putting myself in a situation where now I'm like forcing my healing process to be even longer. Yeah. Cause I think like for me, it's like that person is always like, absolutely no, never like this could be a hookup, nothing more. And like, for me, I'm like, that's not for me. It's like, again, on two different fucking pages at all times, like that's yeah. just like proof of it. So I'm like, I don't know. Cause I'm like, even, even then I'm like, I just don't know that like for me, I'm ever going to be able to like get back to like the possibility of even like trying to see him, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what's your next step? Are you going to just be single? Um, I think where I'm at right now, I'm very happy with like the progress I've made with like some of those like big feelings that I've just like been avoiding and like repressing essentially. Um, and talking about them has been a big relief. And like, I'm, you're like literally make, like watching me make decisions that I haven't been able to make for a year. Like yeah. this is the first time you've seen me really be like, I'm not going to go back to that situation out of comfort. And then like, I don't think I'm going to, I'm not seeking anything out. I'm not like rushing or forcing anything, but I also am like a firm believer that like you shouldn't close doors for like potential opportunities. Like I think if I met someone and like it felt right and like, things happened in a healthy way maybe but I would say like right now like no like I'm not like actively out there like looking to be like dating the next person I think right now like I just need to focus on kind of getting through some of this childhood stuff because a lot of that is like the reason that I think a lot of my relationships keep going sideways because I'm like falling into habits I'm not even like realizing that I'm doing yeah just from things that have happened um in my past you know what I mean yeah I think yeah, for me, like, being single for, like, an entire year now, like, completely, well, no, like, nine months I've been, like, yeah, completely single, uh, and it's been, like, super healing, but there's also moments where, like, it's hard. Yeah, because as a human, you crave, as a human, you crave, like, physical intimacy, like, that is a normal feeling, like, just intimacy emotionally mentally and like physically from someone especially when you go that long I think I think there's something to be said about being able to go that long without having it because it's fucking hard yeah and I also think it's really important that like you're acknowledging that you are doing that for yourself because that's huge there's a lot of people that can't do that yeah it is it is rewarding in a lot of ways and honestly in the past year I feel like I have been the best version of myself that I have ever been like yeah career wise I have skyrocketed I have like physically mentally like I'm way physically mentally stronger yeah I do feel like I am stronger but then like there are just nights where like your judgment isn't as clouded when you're not yeah latched to someone or something you know what I mean there's just nights where I'm like like uh, you get used to 
past, like I was like a serial dater for like my early 20s. And it was like long term relationships yeah. too. It wasn't like I was just like out like dating whoever. Like I was in a five year relationship, a three year relationship, then a two year relationship. So it was like finally like going to bed by yourself and like do it like yesterday. I've like, been finding more peace in doing that lately. It too. was you weird. Know what I it's mean? weird. Like yesterday, like you were working. I didn't feel like like when you ha- when you're in a relationship, you just always have that person that you can be like, okay, we're going shopping or we're doing yeah. this. Like yesterday, I was like. I realize like how often I do things alone now, like completely alone, just, you know, normal task that like when you have a partner, they just seem kind of like easier. But I think that's honestly some of the stuff I miss, like going to the grocery store together and like that, like that, which is weird. Like I don't miss like so much like physical intimacy. I miss like just having someone to be like, Someone there, Run yeah, Saturday like someone there. errands yeah. with. Yeah, like, and is like, that a I weird would, thing? Yes, like, no, I not at miss, all. Like having my Saturday errand partner. You know what else I like? I <laughs> I love the feeling of, and I hate that it goes away. I love the feeling of like being excited about someone like when someone's like I'm gonna come pick you up and like you have like those butterflies and like you're excited oh, yeah. to see them and like being with them is so much fun and like like having just like that excitement and I hate that that part goes away like yeah I love that in the beginning of your relationship like sometimes I feel like I seek that out more than like the actual relationship like I love being able to be like oh like you're gonna come get me Ooh, like, we're gonna go on a date yeah and like I look I have something to look forward to like you that giddy I, feeling I miss is uh like breakfast in the morning like waking up next you to know, someone I hate breakfast <laughs> I love like waking up next to, to someone moment. and having like uh like even if we make it at home or whatever but just like having yeah. someone that like you know in the morning is gonna be there and you guys can like go to breakfast or do whatever you want yeah. like when you're just like well I guess I gotta text somebody or eat alone like yeah yeah 100 percent. no <laughs> like, that absolutely. part is so weird to miss like I don't but know. I don't know I think we're healing we're doing better that is if, if there was any question I think that that to answer your question I think that that's what's next for me I think that now that I have finally like closed a door that you've watched me like revolve in for way past its expiration date which is another thing that I'm terrible at doing like just ending it when it's done like beat to death it's done and I'm like is it breathing still did you check twice (laughs) like I think I think that I'm I'm seeing if it's breathing. I think that I'm like finally at a point that I am like, okay, I yeah, need, it's dead. I can't hear anything. I need to heal some really fucked up shit. We're healing. This was our healing episode. Well, I'm healed. I'm all better. Thank you. Honestly, uh, I'm glad that we've like finally been able to have this relationship topic. Yeah. Podcast. Cause I think that because we've both been in relationships that we have had to be careful about what we have said on here this entire time we've had the podcast yeah. it's been really nice to be a little bit more vulnerable and like transparent about it yeah because it's hard like I feel like there are some topics that like would require us to kind of like deep dive into that and like we just have not been able to like touch on those topics and yeah for what yeah I mean I'll, I I obviously like I'm not like spilling my guts as much as I probably could like with oh, you yeah. but who knows maybe I'll get more vulnerable on here maybe I'll start talking about it a little bit more but the door's I'm okay, open. like talking about like the past right now because oh, a hundred percent, yeah. It's in the past, it's gone, it's never coming back. He did ask me to go on vacation with him to Jamaica, and I almost said yes, but I didn't. I didn't do it. And that's on health. That's on a healthy girl era. She's I not said, gonna do it. I was like Jamaica, oh. and then I was like, no, 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 no,
And then the next week, I reached out to this podcast in Florida to go be on it for the same week that I was supposed to go to Jamaica. And they were like, yes, of course. And you can come to our show and stuff. And I'm like, okay, see what happens when you say no. And then you do something for yourself. Like, bam, it works out for you. Shit. Didn't know that. Like, that's great. It's amazing. And now I'm doing something for myself that week instead. See? See? The universe puts you where you should be. See how easy it is? Just say no, girlies. Just say no. Just say no. Don't don't talk to anybody ever. No, I'm kidding. Uh, men and relationships. What's my next step? Probably just continue being alone. <laughs> I think for you, you're in a spot where you probably could date a little bit more, but I still think the idea of it scares you. Oh, it's so scary. Again, I am not scared of dating. I am scared of breaking up. Yeah. Because I know that it's like, an uncomfortable feeling, especially like with me, like another thing I haven't really talked about, like one, because like of my job and stuff. But now, you know, don't have that uh, <laughs> um, like moving and everything. Like I know that I want to move. And like if I get into something right now, like I that's what I'm scared of. Like it's inevitably it's going to end because it's either like, oh, are you going to move to fucking LA or New York with me? No. Yeah. Like, you're not going to do that. Like, what if I... But there's not to say that you're not, like... Sarah, like, you don't even know what's going to happen in, like, six months. Like, say you move there and, like... The week you move there, you meet somebody like you don't you don't know that. Like you can't you can't plan for it. You can't expect it. But you also don't know that. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like the the hair down. (laughs) Sorry about that. The whole time they're just like living in the apartment complex that I move into. But you never know. Like you don't know. And like that's the coolest part about it. Sarah, you also have to be you also have to be open to the idea of it. Oh, Mm. oh oh mm. is that what's happening uh i don't even know what i'm looking for that's the problem like i'm literally like you don't have, have to know that i have no idea like they could slap me in the face and be like i'm your person and i'd be like i don't know I, I don't know what i want really know. like i literally have no criteria no like i remember when i was younger i'd be like i want him to be six one and I want them to have this personality trait and they have to be funny and like their mom has to be cool and I want them to live here and I'm like just I just like, want you to be nice to me bro will you just like not be mean to me yeah literally <laughs> like literally just say like a couple nice things to me and I'll like treat you like gold man I'll do it like I'm I'm such I'm so sweet touch my clitoris one time <laughs> <laughs> massage my labia one labia massage I'm I'm sold pluck my pubes I'm just kidding all right that was, I'm pubes. sorry I don't like my pubes. A step too far per usual. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you everyone for listening to. Well, after that, this is a therapy session. uh, Emotional breakdown. Uh, That was the breakdown today, baby. I will be on tour. (laughs) Let me just tell you all the cool things that I'm doing instead of all the like sad things that are going on in my life. It's not sad. It's great. No, it's great. I'm going on tour with Hannah Werner. I'll be in Kansas City on Friday, Indianapolis on Saturday, and Columbus on Sunday uh, of this month, at the end of this month, the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. And then... uh, uh uh then milwaukee somewhere else in wisconsin and chicago the following week so excited for that it's gonna be very exciting i'm happy for you you're I'm gonna excited do amazing to travel. you're gonna win and i'm also going to be on uh two blunt girls 
two sorry two girls and a blunt podcast uh next week ne- two weeks from now so listen in for that they're pretty cool um so yeah 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 there's the, there's the good things that are going on in my life sounds amazing it's gonna be great you're gonna win that concludes this session till next time Not our in sync breathing. That was good. That was really good. <laughs>